AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I Welcome to We Know's Parenting. I'm Beth Newell. I'm Peter McNerney. You know us. We're you parents. Love us. <laughs> uh, we're coming back to you after a few days of vacation. Um, yep. We're releasing this a day late. Are we going to tell them what happened? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, without getting into it. So uh, it happens again. But, uh, um, Hmm. Who's who? Who's going to tell this story? So we recorded last night, and we didn't. Finish. We attempted to record. We recorded a long intro that, luckily, none of you will ever have to listen to, because it was us arguing about uh, the truth of another argument we had had. Um, the big <laughs> thing that made it worse than normal. You know, and you've listened to the podcast, unless, of course, you haven't, in which case you've heard us at each other's throats on this podcast, and we record last minute, so we can't get out of it. Yeah, okay. So the big uh, thing for you all to be aware of is that we had a lovely vacation, Mm -hmm. very uh, uneventful, but as you said on last week's podcast, you started taking this uh, 
medication for your blood pressure, which is a beta blocker, and it was altering your mood and making you lash out at me. And so then... I got very, very angry, very quickly, very unexpectedly, and turned into a very bad man. Right. So then you cut the dose in half, and then we had a pretty calm week for the most part. And then when we were driving home, I said something to you, and you flipped out. And then... Yep. We both parted ways because you had to go to work, and then we started discussing it on the podcast, and I thought we were on the same page about what had happened. Oh, boy. And then, then the, then the you, rage came back. You had another rage episode, and the, you have since last night decided to discontinue using this medication. I think this was a solid choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. It was, it's a, it was a real bad week. Except for the vacation in the middle, I guess it was great. I went insane the first three days of this medication, cut it in half, and I'm like, okay, I think I've settled into it, feel good. Really had a lovely vacation. And then on the way back, my brain snapped. And it was very scary, and I did not like myself, or anything, or the world, or life, or, or anything. I, I think you'd call it depression. Uh, albeit a very identifiable, like I know that there's just weird chemicals in my brain and I know where this is coming from and I know I can end it. And when you would get mad at me, it was like zero to 60, like you would just immediately launch into saying that I was the worst person ever. Got a little hyperbolic. Yeah, a little bit. I got very mean and I, (laughs) I, I, I just wanted to hurt your feelings. I mean, I think you're lucky that I knew when you were saying these things that I, I'm pretty sure you don't believe those things. I'm, I, we haven't had time, <laughs> but for the record, I don't believe those things. But it's I still think. not fun to hear. Like my reaction to it is like, okay, I'm not going to engage with this. You're not behaving rationally, but. After the fact, what I wanted to unpack was that I don't think it's acceptable to say those things and I don't want to be spoken to that way. I think that, <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, I know what that feels like. I mean, you've never rage lashed out at me, but like you've been mad and you've, you've said things that I felt were hyperbolic and not fair. And that's I can't not Im- really my style, though, to be hyperbolic. My style is to say something that's too true and cutting. <laughs> you do say <laughs> you always a lot, and that that annoys me. I have to, because I'm like, well, that's not true. Mm, in my mind, it is. Well, I know it in your mind, <laughs> but I'm like, uh, examples. You've gotten you better at that. You still do that sometimes, but I can't imagine you doing that while also going insane and being scary and loud and threatening. Well, I think what's frustrating about it for me, and I kind of told you this last night, is I feel like there's a double standard in terms of how enraged I'm allowed to get. And if I was reacting this way, it would be like all over for us. Like it would just spiral out of control very quickly. And I've seen you get that way. No. Maybe twice. But not like that. Because I over the last few years, I've had a number of instances where I was either stressed or depressed or hormonal or 
experiencing thyroid cancer and a deteriorating thyroid where my body was like literally shutting down. And I remember having moments where I knew there was something wrong with my body or my brain. And I remember one time I came home, I felt horrible. This was before I was diagnosed with the thyroid cancer. So I didn't quite know why, but I thought I thought I was experiencing weaning hormones. Mm-hmm. And I was filled with this irrational rage. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting on the couch and tell, turning to you and saying, I feel an uncontrollable rage. I need you to just not talk to me at all. I need you to just stay away from me. This is not like this you're this is not a rational person you're dealing with. And I tried to say it as calmly as possible because I was like, I am a ticking time bomb. And you went in the other room and then a few minutes later you came back and you said, you know what? I don't appreciate being t- spoken to or whatever. And you just poked the bear. And I don't, like, I feel like this is not all women, but I feel like sometimes as women, like, we are expected to keep our cool in a way that men don't have to. Um, I, I don't remember this, so I'm not going to try to defend myself. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to poke the bear. <laughs> I'm going to let that be. Well, I just want to commend myself for doing a pretty good job of keeping calm during this week while I watched you ride out this medication. Um, yeah, and so we tried to record a podcast while I was going crazy, and um, it led to a long night of... Um, uh, I almost... I, I had something happened to me that I've never experienced before, which was like like hyperventilating and just laying on the floor for 15 minutes. That was weird. Um, but we're, we're through it. I stopped taking that thing. I still, I still feel weird, but I've been a whole day without it. I'm like, I feel like myself a little bit. And, uh, well, whatever it's doing is, I mean, uh, this is probably an indication that your brain chemistry is not a good match for beta blockers. Yeah. And well, so I called the doctor and I was like, listen, I'm off of this. Let's reassess in January. And I'm going to like, I have that much time to, you know, get, get ripped. Get ripped. And by ripped, I mean healthy. And uh, boy, this, if there ever was motivation to like do it right, it's like, well, I don't want to feel like that ever again. Not, nothing's worth it. No cheeseburger is worth that. Should we do before and after photos of your ripped body for the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm committing to you all right now. In yeah. six months, I'm going to be ripped. I'm going to get swole. Is that what people say? I hated saying that just now. I'll never say that again. You're not allowed to say that. I, don't, I didn't like it. Yuck. <laughs> Boo. Anyway, Beth... Anyway, we're... I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. We really got into some things last night. Um, um, we, I, I, we got, I got some work to do. I think it, it was, as usual, ultimately a productive incident, I think. I really do think it so. forced us to communicate some things. We said some real, some real shit <laughs> to each other, and I just want you to know that... We both did? Oh boy! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just what are you? I didn't say any real real things. 
Oh, I thought you meant like bad shit. Oh, no, no. I mean, you mean truthful. We said some honest things to each other that were like scary and, and, uh, uh, and real. But, and at the moment, it was really scary. And in the morning, I thought about it. I was like, there's truth to these things, but I'm really excited to, to like lean into them instead of, you know, leaning away. Yeah. I love you. That's all. (laughs) Anyway, thank you. Um, Our vacation. So we went on a family vacation with my vacation, with my vacation, with my vacation, with my family. And Brent and Maven got to spend a week with their four cousins, two older and uh, two in between them. So we had two ages, two, three, four, almost five. No, 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 no. Two, three, three, almost five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then 11, 12, jump down, turn around. Um, <laughs> and boy, it's so, if it seems like, do you, do you find this Beth, that when we go on vacation with our kids and around other kids, it, it seems like they suddenly grow up a, a year in a week. Is that, does that actually happen? Do they develop quickly because they're around those kids or is it just the first time we spend a week watching them and we haven't noticed that they've already grown up? Um, I have definitely noticed that. In certain situations, I guess I didn't notice that as much this week, but they definitely felt like they were enjoying themselves a lot and like enjoying their freedom. In the past, it would be like we'd go to your mom's house and she'd like teach them how to climb up on the counters or something. And it'd be like, oh, okay, (laughs) now we do this now. Like they do like they do always tend to pick something up on a family trip um, for better or worse. But the big thing is, day one, I was like, you don't go on the road. That is a big rule. You don't go in the bushes. You don't go in the basement. And they follow those rules. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They also, like, they're getting more comfortable in the water. Maven especially was, like, sort of, like, walking around in the water without her floaties on. And, you know, she occasionally flipped over and got water up her nose. But she's sort of, you could see her like ready to learn how to swim almost. She's just, she loves the water. And I love, so where where this house is, there's these really, uh, when it's low tide, there's these huge mud flats that go on for uh, a, a long way. So you can just wander around on the mud flats digging up horseshoe crabs. And it's the it's perfect for little kids to like go wade into this really shallow water and dig up crabs and snails and and because uh, I I like the beach but I don't love the beach like you like I don't love sitting just sitting in the sand and it was it was a, a, a this type of thing where anyone, everyone was happy any anytime anyone disparages the beach it just feels like a knife to my heart <laughs> I just felt you I love the beach I just can't do. I'm not quite as like, I'm going to sit on the beach all day uh, type of person. Oh, I love it. I know. But this, the options of high tide, low tide, the boat, the beach, the digging, the walking back, everyone could do what they wanted all the time. And it was great. Well, but the thing is like when Maven's doing what what she wants and she's like floating around the beach and in the water and stuff, like she's pretty happy and like. She's happy to like go to her own world a, a little bit. And mm-hmm. Bryn is like 
back at the house, just overstimulating himself to the max, like chasing his cousins, trying to sneak sugar, like just nonstop stimulation, like all that he can get. And then he crashes. He had some big crashes. Yeah. Can So they've been home for two days now. And they've gone back to daycare. But Bryn is not going to pre-K because it's the summer. So he's taking naps. <laughs> the last two days, they've been perfect children. Bedtime in the morning. Could you believe this morning? Bryn walks into our room and wakes us up. And we are very tired because we were up very late fighting. <laughs> And he goes, Mommy, Daddy, I got dressed. And granted, he was wearing... He was wearing full sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt. Like wind pants. Uh, and a long sleeve... It's, yeah, it's 88 degrees a day. Yeah. I noticed... He, so we told, told him he had to change. And he eventually came around, but he did his usual resistance thing. And I've noticed lately he's become very sensitive to criticism. Mm-hmm. And he was like... He said something this morning, like where he was like, Well, I made a mistake or like I messed up or something. And when we were on vacation, I was trying to explain to him that he couldn't do something. Like, I, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, You have to listen or like not hurt people or something. And we were, we were walking alone and I had this nice moment with him, but he was so like vulnerable because he was like, I try not to do that. But then I just ruin it. And he like, it was kind of the same thing that you have, which is like, just like poor impulse control sometimes. And I had like a nice moment with him where I like hugged him and I was like, I still love you if you make mistakes, but I need you to try not to do this. And he was like, and he kept just being like, but then I try and sometimes I just ruin it. This, I, <laughs> I've been getting a little bit of that with him. And I've I've been making a point of just going, you'll get it next time. You yeah. Know, it's good that you... Right. That's why I'm trying to calmly focus on the objective and not be, like, angry. Yeah. Yeah, I find that when I get into the sort of what you just said, but, but more stern, is that, like, we gotta, you gotta stop doing this. Then it's more likely to happen again. As opposed to this just like, oh, it's okay. We'll have another chance. We'll get it next time, right? Actually, today I picked him up and he goes, Daddy, guess what? He's like, I didn't hurt anyone today. And I listened. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, great. That's really funny. And I wanted to be like, when did you hurt somebody? I was like, I'm just going to focus on the positive here. Yeah. Well, what was impressive about this morning with the pants and the long sleeves is he was like clearly disappointed and he was like wanted us to be proud of his outfit. Yeah. But then he did kind of, without arguing too much, walk back in the other room and come back wearing shorts and a T-shirt. And I, I, was, like, I was more shocked by that. I was so shocked. I was like, wow. You know why? Because we were too tired because we were like, yeah, it's going to be really... You have to change in shorts. He's like, no. And I'm like, it's going to be really hot today. And he's like, I don't want to. And then both of us just shut up because we were too tired. <laughs> and we were both realized like, okay, we're going to have to go change him. But we're going to lay here because it's early. And then in that time, because we weren't pushing, he just had time to himself and he went and did it. Right. I have been to daycare on time two days in a row. <laughs> it's a miracle. Also picked up. I went to pick Maven up today, and she was wearing somebody else's in clothes. All of her clothes were somebody else's, 
And uh, one of the other girls there was wearing one of Bryn's shirts I haven't seen in months. That's really funny. I think they had a sprinkler day and no one had bathing suits. Yeah, well, last summer they told us to bring bathing suits, and then this summer they didn't. She they, told me yes uh, this morning to, uh, to bring bathing suits. So well, they also tomorrow. didn't ask for sunblock this year. I brought some. Yeah. They, they're clearly outside a lot. <laughs> I do kind of like how, how much they don't care about getting us the right clothes back, though. It's like. Yeah, I'm like, as long as you don't care that I don't bring extra clothes, <laughs> I don't care if people use our clothes. Yeah, as long as we're all in agreement that this is just going to happen. Yeah, I almost immediately go, hey, that's Bryn's shirt. <laughs> but then I realized the woman who's there, one, didn't speak English, and two, who cares? Yeah. Can we just say before we end this segment, you bought this beer, 15% alcohol, and mm. we split it. And I've had half of this glass, and I'm feeling it, baby. <laughs> And now it's time for Did You Knows? This is where we share something we've learned or read about. Beth got a thing she's going to tell you now. Okay, so this article is from New York Times Parenting section. It's called Parents, Here's How to Avoid Doing Battle with Your Picky Eater. Ooh. Uh, it's by Disha Philia. Um I feel ya. <laughs> you're so funny. You should go into comedy. I'm so funny. Um... Okay, so it had some tips for dealing with picky eaters, and I think it was just kind of interesting in sort of laying out some of the reasons for picky eating and how to deal with it. So it said um, it's helpful to understand what's driving your child's picky eating because there's you know a variety of different reasons your kid could be a picky eater. And so, uh, so one example which we're very familiar with is uh, when your kid wants autonomy and they refuse food simply because they can and because they want control. The power of no. The other one says picky eaters are simply being oppositional. It's a power struggle they have with you. Um, another reason is that it could just be your child's temperament. If you have a pessimistic child or they're going through a pessimistic phase, um, they think I'm not going to like this going into it and they need repeated exposure to new foods. Um, another issue could be that you have a child on the autism spectrum with sensory issues or I don't think like you and Brynn are on the autism spectrum, but you both do have sensory issues with certain textures of food. Yeah. Oh, big time. Um, Tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah, you hate get them away. Love tomato sauce, but just the form of a tomato, I I can't. Well, and I heard um, our nephew and your brother express the same thing over the weekend, and I was like, this definitely feels like some kind of genetic. I've met now a lot of people that feel that way about tomatoes specifically. Anyway, okay, so it says. other kids may exhibit rigidity and resistance to change. The idea is that sometimes they want the plate to look a certain way or the same Ooh, way aesthetics. every day. Can I just say that I've fallen in love with Pret uh, a Manger? Uh, they have this box that's just a colorful foods, <laughs> and it's salmon. It's like the healthiest quick thing of what I'm trying to eat: salmon, quinoa, mangoes. Uh, avocado and something that's pink. It's like superfoods. Superfoods, but it's it, it's pre- presented in a rainbow, and I really like and you eating love a rainbow. 
Okay, these tips are good for you, I guess. As yeah. We try to get you to explore new foods. I'm a child. Um, and then lastly, it said less common among all of these is anxiety or obsessive compulsive disorder manifesting as picky eating. Um, so uh, then I wanted to talk about some of the tips they had. They said um, it helps to reframe picky eating as brave eating, which is w- when these kids are encountering these foods that are difficult for them, you frame it as them being brave. Oh, man, we witnessed that this week Remember with, with Drake. So our nephew, who's um, eight. Um, he's around eight, yeah. He's around eight. Um, he's born in 2010. Uh, he's about to turn nine. Um, we were we went to this like outdoor drinks and oysters uh, place, the place that gets the oysters right right out of the bay. And uh, we were all hanging out, and my brother's son was there, and we were having oysters. He's like, "What is that?" And oysters are gross looking. Um, I certainly wouldn't try them as a kid. I didn't try them until I was an adult. And uh, my brother Michael's like, yeah, Drake, you want to try this? He's like, I don't know. And he's like, he's basically said, you can you can tell your older brother that you ate this. And he turned it into a competition. <laughs> and Drake looked at it. And you see him shaking. He's like. <laughs> he, he was and really he, trying to second himself up. But the funny, it. the funny thing was he was more afraid of the cocktail sauce than he was the oyster. <laughs> and he wouldn't put any sauce or anything on it. I was like, yeah, put some cocktail sauce. But I, that kind of makes sense to me because, like, horseradish for an eight-year-old is not Boy, that's the true. greatest. Anyway, he did it. Um, okay, Bravo. so here are some other tips. Um, they said kids are more likely to eat food they select and prepare, so involve your child in meal planning, prep, and cooking whenever possible. That's true. But yeah, that's. I think that's totally true. If we let them sort of be a part of that process, they're more excited. I try to, to at least try it, and then they spit it out. Yeah, they always want to see what I'm doing in the kitchen, and a lot of times I'm just like, just get out of here so I can get it done. But I know if it's a little something they might not like, definitely put them up on the counter and let them watch me. Um, and another thing, an expert in the article says the goal is pleasant meal times, not getting your child your, your child to eat fruits and vegetables. So she, she's saying don't try to manipulate them too much during meal time because it, then it just pe- creates this like pressurized environment. Yeah. Um, it, the ritual of dinner was always a big deal in our family, and I think for many, like the well, rules that's and like all that. Our parents' generation is very like. You get what you get and you don't get upset. And it's very like they had a very rigid way of being raised compared to subsequent generations. But there was a lot of rules. But I have such fond memories of of the dinner table because it was the we'd do trivia games and we'd talk. and It was positive time. And I think that's something that you just said in there of that, like uh, dinner time, which a lot of times we don't one of us is missing uh for the week but the time i have brendan maven at the table and i've made dinner and then we talk and do bits and make fart jokes <laughs> i'm like oh make this a desirable experience and try not to be too yeah. nitpicky about eating well maven and bryn both tried lobster over the weekend and bryn i think spit it out maven Ate multiple pieces of it. She was like delicious. really into it. Is delicious. She's also my little beach baby. Uh, so did either of uh, our kids try the steamers, the clams? 
No, I don't think so. Mm, boy, that's something I'm shocked I liked as a kid. <laughs> but again, that was the type of thing where so we go to Massachusetts and we'd we'd uh, cook lobsters and and do steamers, which is these clams, and they're disgusting looking. You open them up and it's like a little stomach and a neck, and they pull the thing off and you dip it in water and butter and you eat it. And I was a really picky eater, but the ritual of it, and I think mostly because my grandfather would be standing there who is like, you know, life of the party, holding court, telling jokes. And I was like, I want to be up at that counter because it was always on the counter yeah. before well, dinner. When they do try weird stuff, it is usually because they're like watching us. Like they they want the behavior you model is what they will eventually sort of hopefully copy. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the final point of this article was just saying that, um, you know, the majority of these cases of picky eating are not really in any way dangerous to your kid and are not really going to hurt them very much. Uh, nutritionally, it says you should only worry if your pediatrician is diagnosing your child with insufficient weight gain and, you know, raising the alarm bells for you. And then you can, you know find ways to try to adjust as necessary yeah we've also talked about this before a, a while back that a lot of times it's about just continuing to give to serve them certain foods and it might take a bunch of time if, for them to just get used to it to actually start eating it so right. even if you give them broccoli or whatever and they don't eat it keep giving it to them mm -hmm. and it becomes normalized Keep eating it and keep getting ripped. Keep and getting ripped. <laughs> boy, 15% alcohol. This stuff's nuts, Beth. You feeling it? No, I don't think I drink as much as you. I'm a monster. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin 
at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Knows, where we take some questions and comments from you guys, the listeners. It's time to open up the voicemail bag. We haven't done a voicemail in a while. Well, because you never want to let me plug the voicemail phone number. It's it's true. Is it true? I. No. <laughs> you went through a long period of denying that it was, it was a viable option. I think my argument was just plug the website. People won't remember a phone number. Um, right, but you did the same thing with our live show, and then you learned the lesson of people need direct links and numbers for things. That's fair. You might be right. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play the voicemail. This is a nice... I really liked this. This is just a really simple... This is actually a We Knows Win um, from our listener. And so... Oh, cool. Uh, let's, uh, you know what, listeners, I encourage you, if you have a personal uh, We Knows Win or We Don't Knows... And a voicemail. Here we go. Hi, this is Carrie from Portland, Oregon, and I wanted to share my We Knows Win of the Week. My three-year-old just dumped a big glass of uh, smoothie juice all over the floor, and instead of getting mad, I just said calmly, well, looks like we've got to clean that up, and she cleaned it all up all by herself, and no one got mad. So I'm feeling really good about that one. Love the podcast. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Carrie, good for you. That's great. I feel like that's been a real lesson for me as a parent and just sort of an adult in the world of, like, realizing, like, oh, I get to decide my reaction to this. Like, Mm -hmm. it might be incredibly annoying, but I do have some control over how I feel about it, and I can choose the path of least resistance. (laughs) Yeah. You can choose to move on. I mean, some days are harder than others, and sometimes we have beta blockers coursing through our veins. But what? Sometimes they're still there, not totally out yet. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, when uh, 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 on the days when you can roll with it, that's awesome. Great work. And it is that like they're more likely to help out when you just go, okay, all right, so we should be more careful next time. Let's clean up. Yeah, I'm trying to be calm about being like, okay, we've got to clean this up and just showing them how it delays the playtime. Like, I'm like, no, I can't help you play the game because we got to clean this up. And hopefully the lesson there is like, well, I guess I shouldn't make a huge mess if I'm impatient to play. Boy, have you seen our living room right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess, but, but there was a lot of crit. I, I found out I had... Uh, there's a deadline for something today I completely forgot about. And so I was like, I felt so bad. But Bryn's like, can we read these books before dinner? And he literally said to me, you don't have to do work, do you? And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm all yours. And I was like, the first time he's ever asked me that. That's funny. And then I got this email. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And he's like, are you going to read to me? And I'm like, Bryn, I am so sorry. I have to work. And I'm like, had to cruise to get it done before bedtime. Well, that's the funny thing about coming back from the trip is like, like you said, they do kind of change on the trip and they're getting into so many things and exploring so much on vacation that then they come home and they do kind of like approach things with a new lens and they're taking out all the toys, which in a way is good because I feel like they're moving from activity to activity and not like just watching TV or whatever, you know, 
but uh, yeah. it's it's a huge mess. Boy, so he got the the Brio trains out, and he came in while I was working. And he's like, "Daddy, can you help me with the trains?" And this is after I'd, I'd said I can't do anything. I have to work. I'm in here, and I sort of like took a breath, trying to. And I was like, literally couldn't even talk to him because I needed to get this done so fast. And then I saw him just realize all of that and go you know what i'm gonna ask maven to help me and then just left wow that's crazy i was like he did that for me because he knows <laughs> maven can't maven can't do the train tracks come on ah she's pretty good yeah. boy she annoyed me tonight just a little bit so you know how she she's not learning her letters and numbers like Bryn did well, you mean because we didn't teach them to her? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to keep it nice and cash, but I'll point it out in the book and Bryn will like spoil it. And Maven is not even trying to remember. She's just waiting for Bryn to say it. And then she'll say it to get a laugh. So I'm like, what's this letter? And she's like, J. I'm like, no. And then she's not even trying. And I'm like, I just need to leave it alone. But then I do it again. I'm like, no, it's a J. Can you sing the alphabet? And she goes, Jay, <laughs> I'm like you're not even trying. Anyway, I, I really relate to her sense of humor there, though. Of just, I know you do. It really does feel like you when I'm like, "Oh, this is fun," but but also I want to explain to you a thing that I know, and you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna fuck this up for you because I know." She's that. like, "What's that? You're looking for a specific reaction?" I'm gonna give you anything else. <laughs> Um, it's a sign of intelligence. Oh, she's smart. <laughs> Not about numbers. She calls letters numbers, idiot. <laughs> well, Bryn did that up until very recently. Anyway, you want to hear another voicemail? Yeah, let's listen. All right, this one is a reaction. Um, okay, this voicemail I think is really funny for a couple of reasons. One, you remember when I complained about drinking water? <laughs> I got a lot of emails. <laughs> from people explaining why I need to drink a lot of water. And also a lot of people defending me and being like, you don't need to drink so much water. It's a conspiracy. Oh, my God. The anti-water people are really... I appreciate. <laughs> shooting themselves in the foot. Well, it wasn't that. It was the... It wasn't don't drink water. It was the overhyping of how much... People like to have opinions about how know, much. but that's like being like... You don't need that much food. You don't need that much medicine. Like, it's just like, just let something be a good thing and relax if people are overdoing it a little bit. All right. It's like... This is a very predictable reaction from both of us. Just, By the way, I've been drinking a lot of water. And I I, I don't know how I feel because of the drugs. But uh, this person is writing it about water in a very interesting context. And then at the very end, apparently I think there's a time limit on these voicemails. Because this one gets cut off, and I think just the funniest way possible. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> Hello, Beth and Peter. My name is Stacy. I am from Mooresville, Indiana. And I have been listening to you guys since day one. I learned about your podcast from Stuff You Should Know. And I think you guys are wonderful. I truly do. I wanted to chime in on the water topic. And I know you're saying, Peter, don't fucking tell me to drink water. I'm not telling you to drink water. 
I'm telling you, I use the divide your weight by two method for your fluid ounces as well, and it is very helpful. So I work in the um, operating room at a local hospital, and you don't get to drink. And if you do drink before cases, then you run the risk of peeing your pants. And on the occasion that I do drink between cases, I know to put on a gigantic pad equivalent to a newspaper between my legs because I will dribble. I have three children, uh, one of which the last one was over 10 pounds, and that's just part of, that's just par for the course. So anyway, when I get out of work for the day and, and take that first drink of water, I can literally feel my eyeballs swell and my body feels like this raisin that had been drying in laminated airflow all day and it just feels glorious. However, I was not always like that. I used to not like the taste of water. I was one of those people that said that. I have come to learn it's not that I don't like the taste. It has to be the right temperature. If water is ice cold, I don't like it. I don't have sensitive teeth. I don't have a sensitive esophagus or anything of that nature. But there's something about warm water that feels more lubricating, I suppose. It's just better. So maybe if you are interested in... increasing your water intake, try a different temperature. Even hot water tastes good to me, like the temperature of tea or coffee tastes better to me than ice cold water. Secondly, I have a would-you-knows scenario. (laughs) Neither of my sons are circumcised. That was my ex-husband. (laughs) <laughs> and it's cut off. That's where Whoa, it got cut off. I'm sorry, cut off was not the right term I should have used <laughs> for a circumcision moment. Insensitive. Oh, I'm so sorry. Have you heard heard about the circumcision circumcision like activists, like the men who believe that their foreskin was stolen from them in childhood and they're really angry about it? I mean, I understand that feeling. I've had that thought, but you know what? Move on. (laughs) I mean, I think it's like a relevant point. It's just any kind of like extremist group where they're just like the level of rage is a little bit out of control. Um, But they occasionally will have like vans set up in Manhattan. Like it's like a whole movement. Like it's crazy. Um, That's how you're going to, that's how you're going to spend your time. Yeah, I guess so. Boy. Anyway, <laughs> to respond to Stacy, I like a cold glass of water. What's your water temp? That was an interesting thought, something I've never thought of. I occasionally will enjoy a cold glass of water, but my go-to is just to fill up water and chug it as fast as possible. Our bathroom sink tends to have cold water immediately. Hmm. And so I like to fill it up in there. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's Fancy. My, my life hack. Hey, big spender. Hey, Uh, big spender. (laughs) 
how would you tell how would you do in an operating room how would i do in an operating room i mean i'd slap on that diaper every day because <laughs> i drink that water well i just don't think i'd be you know at, at functioning at an optimal level if i'm not hydrated that's fair and that does require peeing just put on that pull-up um it just reminds me of that story of that crazed astronaut woman that oh, yeah, was driving yeah. across multiple states to try to murder her boyfriend. And she wore a diaper. And she wore a diaper. That's in a Ben Fold song. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Let's listen to it after this. <laughs> uh, this has been listeners. Oh, but well, well first of all, Stacy, please call or write in and finish that. Would you know? Please scenario. give us that foreskin. Would you know? Cause you gave us foreskin, you gave us circumcision and you gave us ex-husband and it cut off. And I am intrigued. The context is already great. I have some guesses. Do we want to guess what it is? I mean, ex-husband leads me to believe that her ex-husband was like somewhat insecure about his son's penis, not matching his or something like that. It's probably a good guess. Um, anyway, Am I brave for having my son's penis not match mine? You are brave. So brave. Let's break the cycle. Let's not steal our son's foreskin away before he has the time to. Oh, my God. I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I explained foreskin to him. Did you? Yeah. He was sitting. So we took. We have an outdoor shower on at vacation. And after we came back from the beach, I put him in there and clean him off. And then he went to go sit on a step while I was. I took a shower. And then I came out. And he was sitting there looking at his penis and he has completely pulled back the foreskin and he's like putting pieces together. He's like, dad, what's this? And I'm like, well, you know what that is? Um, that skin is called foreskin, but, and like people came up, we didn't get into it, but I could see his little mind being blown. Uh, I think recognizing that his penis looked like other penises. That is interesting because he was around his little cousin's penis a little bit this weekend. It's not the yeah. same. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> I don't know how he feels about it. Maybe, but you know what? It'll come up again. It will definitely come up again. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, tell us about your foreskins, we've gotta people. Find a ch- we've got to find a children's book about foreskins to explain <laughs> this for us. Hi, I'm Forey, the foreskin. <laughs> no, don't write that book. I think I should write that book, honestly. Actually, you know what, Beth? Write that book. I don't think the whole book should be about foreskin. I just, I do think having had the discussion we've been having about sex books for kids, like an update is in order. And if there was a page on foreskin, I don't think it would be unwelcome to children. No, they want to know. They want to know. Kid, kid, kiddies want to, penises wants to know. Penises. Penises. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission.
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This next segment is called Would You Knows? It's where we present each other with parenting hypotheticals. And this week, we've got one from one of our listeners. Boo, 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 boo. That's the would you knows, uh, foghorn, not foghorn, bullhorn. Foreskin? Foreskin. <laughs> the would you knows, foreskin. Beep, this, kind of, this one comes to us from Jordan. Jordan says, hey, Beth and Peter, love y'all's podcast. My name is Jordan, and I have a one-and-a-half-year-old boy who keeps me on my toes every day. Smiling face emoji with one sweat drop. Anyways, I have a would you knows for you. Both of your children are born with tails, which bring them great knowledge and good luck. But they get ridiculed about them at school every day. Would you keep their tails or get them removed to present to prevent the ridicule? This is like the perfect foreskin analogy. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, it this is. This is so bizarre. I mean, <laughs> The proof is in the pudding. Just come take a look at our son's foreskin. We would keep those tails. We're going to keep those tails. With great foreskin comes great knowledge and responsibility. <laughs> yeah, keep the well, tails. Well, I read this and I thought about Maven's two webbed toes. Oh, yeah. Because you feel very strongly, as, as do I, but you feel stronger. They're like, we don't mess with those toes. Those toes are perfect. Yeah, because it means she's magic. She's a little witch. Um, I mean, if she wanted to do something about it, cool. If Bryn becomes an adult and wants to cut off his foreskin, fine. At least he mm, knows no, what he's talk him out of that. getting into. You're going to talk him out of that? I'm like, you're going to cut off part of your penis? I don't think he'll want to. No. I, but anyway. And I don't think Maven will want to cut her webbed toes apart. I think she's more likely. No. I could just see a self-conscious teenager being like, take care of my weird toes. Although, not after I'm done with her. <laughs> um, 
Now when I'm done with her. No, she's in this like amazing phase now that I hope lasts forever where she's like, she thinks she's gorgeous and she thinks her outfits are beautiful and she, she, she loves her accessories. She's like, I'm a beautiful princess. You and see her admiring Willa's, um, her second cousin, she met earrings. Oh, I did not see her. She had clip on earrings and Maven was like, what? Because you don't really wear earrings. No. So I don't know if Maven's really aware that conscious about earrings. And she saw them and she's like, jewels on her ears? <laughs> yes, please. Well, just anything glittery and girly. Like, because she's, our, her cousin had a toy, like a Barbie mermaid. Yeah. And Maven was like, I need that. Like, she was just, she's so excited by those kind of flashy, glittery things. It was so things. stereotypical. It's like again, we've said it a million times. We're like, well, you know what? We're not gonna, we're not gonna push these gendered things on our kids. But they find them. Um, yeah, but Bryn's really been feeling his sort of uh, uh, colorful phase lately. Oh yeah, he's 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 not rigid. He likes his pink Crocs. Yeah, he's been wearing those pink Crocs that we don't remember who gave to us. Um, we have them. They're too big for both our kids. They fit him. Um, um, and he's been wearing his like rainbow sneakers and yeah, they're he, too small. He was wearing his, the, hurt his feet today. he was wearing the necklaces he got at the parade. He had a barrette face. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just Maven who's more, uh, rigid in her gender, <laughs> in her gender identity. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so, okay. So, uh, well, I have a few questions about these tales. They bring them, what did he say? Great knowledge? <laughs> Which say, brings I them saw, great knowledge and good luck. I saw a man today in a dress shirt, like a, you know, like a blue and white striped dress shirt, like baby blue. Uh-huh. And it had like pink ruffles all down the front where the buttons were. Like a, like a seven, late 60s James Bond tuxedo? Sort of, like but awesome like powers? classier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really made me so happy in this way of like my kids are going to grow up in this world where like regardless of how they identify they that's an option for them that people will not bat an eye at like is, you know what I mean like it's really button down shirts yeah like Bryn can grow up to wear that like and no, yeah. it's just going to be a world where people are not going to be like obsessing over it you know what I mean like <laughs> I mean that's also uh Late 60s. No, it's not the same as late 60s. You're right. You're right. Because it'll be normal to be not normal. Well, I don't really know what you're saying. Neither do I. Okay. I would not cut off the tails. How do I know they bring good luck and knowledge? Uh, You know what? I'm going to say details. We need details, Jordan. What does it mean, knowledge and good luck? And boy, how do we know that? Because if we are going to cut them off, we probably would have done it when they were born. What do you mean, what does it mean, knowledge and good luck? He says the tales bring knowledge and good luck. What, what kind of knowledge? How do we recognize that they have good luck? And how do we know that it's from the tales? It's self-knowledge. <laughs> yeah, if we, I, my kids had as a tale um, the when they're born. I, that's something I'm, I'd say let's take care of that 
What do you think? Do you think they'd be make them ma- magical? He said it brings him knowledge and good luck. No, I'm just talking about in real life. If one of our kids had been born with a tail. If it's a magical tale like he's describing, the way he's describing it, it's not the kind of tales that people are actually born with in this world, which are like a vestigial vestigial, like tailbone. So this one is like glowing. Yeah, this one's probably like beautiful foxtail pink. Like the gleamers that we have? Yes. We've got these toys called gleamers. They're like lemurs. But they have glowy tails. I'm sure this is like a gorgeous, colorful tail. And when you see it, you can feel the magic. <laughs> yeah. And it brings a light into the room. It is so much like a Dr. Seuss, like fairy tale type of thing of like having this like beautiful, magical quality or trait and then people trying to like stamp it out. <laughs> and be, yeah. uh, it's such a appropriate metaphor for the world we live in. Um <laughs> So we'd keep the foreskin on. I mean the tail, right? Yeah. He can always pull it back. <laughs> Take a look. And this has been <laughs> Would You Knows? This has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. Oh, please write in or leave us a voicemail. Yes, you can email us at weknowspod at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 347-384-7396. Yeah, and like our, uh, our, one of our listeners this week, if you want to just tell us uh, one of your victories, your parenting victories, a we knows win, yeah. or a we don't knows what's, what's hard, or a would you knows, anything you want to share. You know yeah, what? Yeah, your struggles, your successes. We want to hear it all. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Knows Pod. And please do us a favor and have a great week, yeah? Yeah. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com slash compatibility.